0: It's time to get geeked up. It's time to get geeked up to stand up. Comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you're on hook, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Get geeked
1: up. Hey, what's up? Thanks for tuning in to episode 8 of the Geeked Up Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is my man, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for tuning in. So, of course... Big shout-out to Andre Davi. No show could start without a big shout-out to Andre. baby! Andre Davi at uh, soundcloud.com backslash Andre Davi. All sorts of hilarious podcasts. He's an exclusive <laughs> pa- podcast parody artist. So That's check it. him out. He's got links of... Uh, I'm trying to get him to make real music. I think he'd make good kind of hip-hop R&B kind of mellow jams, do, but, you know, uh, but he's fighting on, it. He's fighting it. Rumor on the street, though, is a Reeked Up podcast offered him a substantial <laughs> amount of... <laughs> We'll go for it. If you want to do maybe like a wow, maybe kind of wow, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wow, ladies. Yeah. It's time to get <laughs> reaped up.
2: up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, um, let's kick the show off this week, though. Um, we're going to give a quick shout out to a big fan of the show, a big friend of the show. Um, the musician Megan Talley just premiered her uh, video for her song, Underside. Yes, Uh Big YouTube debut, and it's a great song, but also a really unbelievable video. Devin told me she also not only is obviously the artist in the song, but also directed and made the video. Yeah. Video is uh, top notch, beautiful work. Yeah, the video. I had to watch it twice just because I was so captivated by the <laughs> artistry of a dude drinking a beer to be listening to the song. But yeah, no, you said you uh, compared it to like, uh, like Louie. It was like Yeah, it was like an episode of Louie where it was like a, more than just a good song. It you was know? good. It's a, is this a good song or something more in the world? I don't know. It is a good song. It's a great video. Think so that was uh, Underside. You can search uh, Tally. Her name is Megan Tally, though. That's right. So that's uh, Megan, the traditional spelling of Megan, and then Tally, T A L A Y. All right, and uh, she's got a website, Megantalley.com. You got and it. Search, search out the YouTube, it's Tally, and then the song is called Underside. Yeah, that's so if right. you just search Tally I Underside, that'll that's come up. from right. her uh, her album, the Piece by Piece EP. So, ah, yes. Check that the Piece out. By Piece Go EP. to the website, Megantalley.com. All the information's there. Me and Devin so. so tear it up this year at the uh, Pleasantville Music Festival. Really cool Woo! to see. Uh, just somebody you kind of know up there in front of all those people from the uh, big stage. She totally, she tore up. Yeah, screw Gin Blossom. Yeah, she tore up Gin Blossom. She opened the show. Gin Blossom closed it, but I think it should have been the other way <laughs> yeah, yeah. around. Yeah, I gotta be, I, she could learn from G-Love, but who can't, you know? To be quite Love, G-Love, G-Love brought the noise, so the did the special G-Lo sauce. G-Love was on there, I was pretty drunk. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, no, quite the hour I, of performance. I was performance. definitely all juiced up on the special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Think, I didn't quite make it to the Gin but Blossom But Megan Tally, show. the Gin Blossoms hold nothing on Megan Tally from that Pleasantville Music Festival performance. So uh, woo, so you get a big geeked up woo, baby. Two <laughs> <laughs> woo babies woo. for Megan Tally. <laughs> so there's that. Check her out. So not only on top of plugging Megan Tally. Let's also plug, I don't know, one of my personal favorite podcasts, the Geeked Up podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's one of my favorites. Definitely my favorites. Has, check out that on Facebook. I heard they've got a Facebook page. They've got Geeked a Facebook Up. page. They've got a website, SoundCloud.com backslash Geeked Up podcast. Because there's a, like all sorts of episodes. This isn't the uh, one the people are listening to isn't the first one, I don't think. Oh, no. I think those guys have done a lot more, a couple yeah, of good done, games. Uh, and at at least eight. And don't forget, yeah, eight after uh, this episode here, there's also a, an, another post right along yeah. with it. There's an Episode 8 Game Time where we're yeah. going to be playing a uh, very fun, just to give a little teaser since it's not going to be part of the same post. But if you like Saved by the Bell,
2: yeah.
1: if you're, one of the, uh, if you're, of, if you're between the age of 25 and 35 right now and you grew up okay. on some Saved by the Bell, you want to be listening to Episode 8 Geeked Up Game Time. It's a good one. It's a good, it's one. A good one. So stay tuned for that. Check that one out. Yeah, And that's then uh, if the... you want to get a hold of us, reach out to us. That's always email us uh, at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. The Geeked Up. You got to see, we're an official, we're a proper proper yeah. verb or whatever it goes. So it's <laughs> The <right>. Geeked Up. <laughs> All fucking 56 letters.
2: <laughs> All 56 <laughs> numbers of the alphabet. All
1: 56 numbers, baby. <laughs> so, and then from really happy news to, uh, you know, plugging our buddy, really sad news. No episode, it seems, of Geeked Up can ever start. Without a big R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. When we're not plugging our uh, rock star friends, we're yeah. giving condolences to the families Jesus of <laughs> So this one is a big one, actually. Not like uh, Liam's... 20,000 wrestlers that have died already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, we're going the other side because there's an official Geeked Up. We might as well uh, mention the Geeked Up Deathwash. Me and the <laughs> professional world of wrestling are taking on all world of geeked up like genre deaths. All right, If any death in any genre, like anybody dies in a video game, you can count it. And I'm putting that up against professional wrestlers. Right. And right now I think we're winning like five to two. This one might make it five to three. So You're getting close. Dropping like flies. If they're not dying, they're uh, getting accused of killing somebody. So <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of counting that. I'm <laughs> counting. Yeah, I was we got five know. and a half deaths <laughs> with Just the Snooka news. They count as wrestling R.I.P.s. <laughs> they caused one. Doesn't make it any less of a wrestling Yeah, between Stuka and Hogan, that's a half point of uh, wrestling death. But but this anywhere. one we're going to the world of uh, film, I guess. And yeah. Yeah, like the horror king himself, man, one of them, Wes Craven, died. Yeah, really, I guess just horror in general is a genre, because Wes Craven, yeah, he's kind of like, kind of what I think of as like the godfather of horror. Kind of, man, like Like, Freddy Krueger is like a huge household name, like it's fucking hilarious as it sounds to that, like everybody (laughs) would know who Freddy Krueger is. Yeah, for sure, they haven't made a Krueger video in a long time, and we're coming up, we're a month outside of Halloween, and there's going to be a lot of assholes with big fake nails, you know, like that aren't Wolverine walking around, (laughs) and like, I don't know who did Jason, you know what I mean, like, Wes Craven's just one of those... Those names because I think that for like That's Jason and Freddie are kind of like hand in hand, like the beginning of the slasher kind of that, like that side of the horror genre. And Wes Craven's name is out there, he's synonymous, kind of like Stephen King mm-hmm. with writing these creepy things. Wes Craven's like known as the dude that makes he these like crazy them, yeah. slasher things, and you know, did, like the Scream movies, which is even like kind of a play on the horror films, and like those were like. Good at the time when you were the age and it was yeah, good. They were huge. They're definitely they were huge. huge. They were huge. It kind of brought the horror genre back again because the horror was on like a very like down point at that. Like, we'll there was, be, at this point, there was already like a hundred Friday the Thirteenth, a yeah. hundred Nightmare on Elm Street, and hundred Halloweens. And That's like, kind of what happened. It was just like all kind of, of, of sick those. Of it. Yeah, like those specific horror ones that we just talked about all became so popular that they just kept on like making those, and then it kind of became a parody of itself and a joke of yeah, like, it was, like really now just be. like instead of making a new thing, they were just going to make another Leprechaun, and it just kind of <laughs> turned <laughs> into like slasher as a genre. Those movies the, never got better. <laughs> leprechaun movies always stayed solid. I'll give them that. But yeah, he brought the genre back too with the Scream movies because after that, then like legitimate. There's horror movies still coming out now again. There's Scream stuff coming out still, There's a TV show on. (laughs) That's the thing with poor old Wes, too, man. Like, you could tell, like, this one hit him quick. He died of brain cancer. And you could tell it happened fast because he still has, like, if you look at his IMDb, he still had, like,. Nine projects lined up, so it wasn't. That he yeah, was, he was like, still working, counting it out. So, see, then you said brain, brain uh, cancer. I was pretty sure I would got like slashed to pieces by a mysterious weirdo oh, while he was really, like on the it, grounds of yeah. an abandoned summer camp or whatever. You they're know, they're like... calling it brain cancer, but really he had a nightmare and uh, his yeah. brain exploded. I was going to second base in an abandoned cabin somewhere <laughs> when a fucking dude with a machete and a yes, and up. no face came and slashed me. me. But yes, big RIP to Wes Craven. But that'll bring us to the actual show, as we mentioned, the big TV show. And how can you talk about TV if you're not bringing up the Emmys, which just happened to be on last night? Yeah, we wanted to uh, wait. We wanted to, we were we were chomping at the bids to get to the uh, big TV fall preview episode. But we figured let's wait till the Emmys. We could kind of put a stamp on the TV past before we move on to the fall and all the new TV shows and all the premieres coming out this fall in the future. So uh, the Emmys last night. Did you? Because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to come clean uh, for my half of the Geeked Up Show. I don't know about you, but did you watch? Because I certainly didn't. No, I was (laughs) uh, drinking beer and watching football, (laughs) like a true geek. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Devin was wrapped
1: up in his fantasy football. So like, it's uh, it's still a game. Yeah, there's exactly there's geek aspects to sports too that'll keep you from actual geek stuff. But um, so we didn't watch it. Yeah, but I feel like you don't really need to watch it to be a geek. You kind of got to just like... As long as you YouTube the monologue and you internet all the results, I think you're good to go to do a podcast recap about the thing. You know what I mean? Good uh, enough for me. (laughs) If not, that's as good as you're getting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because we didn't watch it. But uh, So we did just watch, like I mentioned, though, the monologue. It was hosted by Andy Samberg. That's kind of the one aspect I do always get into at these award shows other than just the sheer results. But kind of the opening monologue of who's doing it or whatever. Andy Samberg did it, who I could definitely... uh, not my fave like personality in hollywood not a but, big uh, sandberg fan not really not really a little too kind of like, goofy and too cute for you yeah a little too cutesy but i do feel that that makes him like a perfect candidate to host this kind of thing because he is very likable and he's gonna go out there he is likable i do like him i think because i'm just like such a f- fan of the old like digital shorts he would do on snl and those are unarguable like i can sit here and say i don't like sandberg but like that platform of comedy that he pulled off was yeah. amazing and yeah, really, was really really funny, funny stuff and even his jokes still, like, kind of have, like, that feel, the whole, like, not going to, like, go through his whole monologue, but the whole, like, suck it, books yeah, was, like, yeah. very Sandberg-esque. Exactly. Like, the big suck it, books thing came out. There was but... a couple different things like that where he did, like, add little wacky, like, additives where uh, yeah. a big print come across the yeah. screen or big Jane boss. Lynch coming out doing a little gag. And... <laughs> but but a yeah, so... funny guy. He did a good job from what we saw in the monologue. Yeah, no, like, singing or dancing or anything, like, off-putting, you know what I mean? You kind of did the traditional <laughs> yeah. make fun of the movies, make fun of, like, go around, make fun of the people. You always do the kind of playful, like, you make complimentary jokes about them kind of thing. And uh, exactly. keep He did the uh, Back so. to the Future reference, though, so it did get him some Yeah, geek points. the points for Back to the, Back to the Future 2, no less, so geek the points mm-hmm. for that. So then, I guess before we get into kind of the result and stuff, I guess the other big story with the whole Emmys was our uh, man Tracy coming back.
0: Yeah, first yeah. Kinda, like,
1: he was on the he had the interview, but this was his. Uh, this was like his comeback in the public, and they kept it a whole surprise the whole time too. It was the to be announced like best drama award presenter. See, I was pretty sure it was going to be Wes Craven <laughs> in a horror, in a, in a mystery, science classic. <clears throat> Oh, dude. <laughs> no, but it was just Tracy. It was Tracy. And, like, same thing. It was worrisome to, like, first see him come out because, like, he was just, like, like we've talked about before. He wasn't, like, the character Tracy. He came out and was, like, very serious and just seemed kind of, like, broken still. Yeah, like, yeah. All the king's horses weren't able to put Humpty back he together He kind of again. seemed, like, when he came out, like, he was kind of just, like somebody that you would see at, like, a charity function where Mm -hmm. they're, like, the guy with the disease that finally comes up, like, thank you so much for coming (laughs) and supporting our project (laughs) on whatever the fuck it is. But, because you're right, though, we have talked about before about what this interview is, kind of, Tracy's one of these kind of guys that's, like, he's not even necessarily like, funny. He's just, like, such a wacky crazy personality that, like, it's hysterical. But, like, if you kind of lose that, just who he is and, like, just, like, the Tracy Morgan X factor, then you lose a lot because, like, he's never actually, like, saying witty, clever things He's just like a kook, and everybody kind of like just because. And also, the other kind of thing I thought surprising was like how unanimous of like a roaring applause he got from the audience. And I know it's like Mm -hmm. the audience, you know, the Emmy audience isn't gonna boom, yeah, they're not gonna boom or show any real negativity, but like it really seemed like he was a beloved like Hollywood figure. And he's like really a much more like he's a filthy comic, and he's like, he's a very filthy comic, you know what I mean? Like, he he shouldn't be a guy that's so embraced, but everybody just looks at him as just like this nutty, you know, like, yeah, like, oh, what a gag, what a gag this guy is, yeah. Yeah, and you're right. It was, like, a resounding, like, woo, Tracy's back. And especially for someone, too, that's, like, he's a well enough known, but he's never had, like, a breakout, like, movie role or, like, I guarantee you, like, half the people in that audience have never watched, like, his... Last HBO special where yeah, it's just, yeah. like, 45 minutes of him talking about how big his dick is and, yeah, like, yeah. anal raping fucking, like... <laughs> no, dude. it's a weird thing because by definitely the b- thing that he's best known for, for sure,
2: playing, is 30 Rock, yeah, he's where playing he's playing himself. himself. Like so, like, con, so like many people kind of think of that
1: that's, like, a ca- more of a character than it is when, it, mm-hmm. like, in actuality, if you're familiar with his, like, backlog of comedy, that is totally, like, who he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, like, you need to kind of be embracing of just that like nutty saying all this just like all this crazy behavior in order to like like him and everybody in hollywood was over the top loving him you know what i mean but but you also make the good point that everyone was very embracing but like maybe two years ago everyone was like boo him exactly he made that (laughs) anti-gay comment he literally said like if my son turns out to be gay i'll stab him to death yeah and uh, that's definitely not the most outrageous thing he said (laughs) like publicly you know what i mean not by far but then you kind of get into at the end of the speech when he did kind of start cracking jokes, then I kind of got a feel almost where it was just like, because I said he came out and he seemed very like uptown, mm-hmm. kind of just like somebody put him out there saying these kind of things. But then at the end, he started cracking jokes and loosening up to ourselves where I was thinking maybe it was like he was just kind of like playing a character, on. yeah, like coming out putting there, playing on. like an ultra tight, like trying to be so, very yeah. awkward. And then because he literally ended with the classic like, because, you know, at the after party, y'all getting pregnant. Going pregnant. Yeah. And even that wasn't like a full hearted y'all going to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. No, it was still a little broken, man. Yeah. So, but anyway, it was great to see him though, and uh, hope that whatever his next like comedy project or whatever it is, I don't know what he's got working. But Saturday Night Live, he's gonna be a one of the first hosts of Saturday Night Live. Nice. I think Miley Cyrus is hosting the first one, and Trace opening the Tracy's opening the second. All right, well, definitely tune in to Geeked Up and uh, some point coming up this fall for the SNL recap because that's yeah, gonna be interesting. That, that see, Miley like, Cyrus, one. I mean, yeah, the Tracy Morgan one is <laughs> gonna be uh, a <laughs> uh, uh-huh. real hoot. Or just like insanely depressing and just like, man, that was an hour and a half. Well, we'll find, like exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we'll find out. Exactly. Exactly. We'll find out. Because that's also like a whole week. Like, uh, everybody obviously knows how grueling of like a whole week it's supposed to be and all that kind mm, of shit. Yeah. And, like Tracy's obviously familiar with it, but are definitely going to get put to the test with that. So. For sure. But anyway, to the winners, I guess. Um, so we're just going to kind of go through like some of the bigger ones, like some of the ones the public actually cares about. So sorry, sound and lights guy that got screamed at by Christian Bale on the set of Terminator. <laughs> you're not when oh, getting...
0: the lights on. Oh, yeah. oh, you're doing the lights.
1: <laughs> I like how all of that shit goes on in like its own separate Emmys that nobody <laughs> watches <laughs> or cares about. It's like the the guy with bra- the black eye. <laughs> and I worked on Terminator. Yeah, you get an award. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, you got punched in the face by John. They email you a congratulations, and (laughs) then like you got to go to the you got to go to L. A. to the uh, Emmy's office to pick up your (laughs) stupid trophy if you really want one. They're like, seriously, (laughs) you want one for the? (laughs) So I guess the the big award, of course, best outstanding drama series. Uh, Do we want to play it Emmy style and build up to this, or uh, I'm opening the envelope. I already peeked. (laughs) All right, it was Game of Thrones, (laughs) of course, big old Game of Thrones. And actually, I guess that's worthy mentioning too. That HBO this year like cleaned up, won fourteen. Fourteen Emmys, 14 Emmys 14 for HBO. Emmys. Everybody always kind of knows HBO is the king Comics of TV of anyway, but like they're six, really proving it. Like six for Game of Thrones and like four for Veep. Yeah, Veep was the other kind of big winner. They won for best best uh, comedy best series. Best comedy series, and, and then Elaine also series. or Julie Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> 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 I'll just call her Elaine. Julie uh, Louis-Dreyfus. Just to, while we're on HBO, though, to recap the summer before we move on to the fall, like we were talking about. But I kind of tapped out of True Detective after a couple episodes. Did you, you made I watched it through? The whole thing. Yeah, I that watched was even like Sandberg and his monologue made a true detective joke because yeah, it was like universally panned. Uh, so, what did you, did you, did you watch it just because
2: it I was mean, on and you had the investment episodes, or did you enjoy I'm it? i watching
1: it. I'm sticking through it. I liked it. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. Yeah, because throughout the first two episodes, I just felt like. I didn't really like anybody on the show, and it was just kind of one of those, like, I'm hoping everything gets better, and then word of mouth was, like, so negative about it. I was just like, all right, maybe I won't, like, I yeah, demand like, these couple yeah, of... like, everyone on the show was a drunk. Like, all, everyone has... <laughs> we're putting these three drunk detectives. But not even that, like, would off-put it to me. It was, like, mainly when the one guy beat up the other, like, with the kid's dad in front of the school. That was the best. <laughs> It was like, this is the good guy? Like... Yep. <laughs> sure is. Don't bully this kid's son. I so, think I'm the only person that liked, uh... Like True Detective, man. Like, I really am. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But despite, though, the, like, dramatic unpopularity of season two, I do think there'll be a season three. Because, again, like, there's standalone things. So there will be. as much as everybody loved season uh, one, I think that'll get it weight. But season three will be a big one because it's going to be a uh, th- – if they're going to give this little mini-series, this rotating mini-series a fourth try, it can't be bombing to in a row, I think. so. Yeah, no i will get a new so director, we'll be, like a new cast on there. New director. Maybe, uh, I know that, like, because just speaking of Sandberg making fun of it, we are talking about how everybody was painting it. I know Tarantino was on the internet. He was talking about how, like, much it's fallen off and he wasn't wasting his time with it, which is kind of just like a really, if you're another director, yeah, like a real what, big what slam and, a, like, didn't to say, Tarantino didn't like it. What? They fucking didn't say N-word a hundred times an episode? <laughs> fucking, that's why he didn't like it? Yeah, right. Nah, you always got to make sure there's a white guy <laughs> saying the N-word a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times. There's got to be some gratuitous use of the N-word. Word in, uh... Yeah, so... Unappropriate look, random look out or, for season three of, uh, N-Word Detective directed <laughs> by Tarantino. <laughs> Big fan Tarantino, by the way. Huge fan. But, uh... Yeah, there was some of the other shows, uh, Ballers. Yeah, but... Ballers, and that was kind of just surpri- shockingly, Shockingly, was like the opposite of where True Detective was getting panned, and people were actually saying Ballers not too bad. Actually, it has a storyline behind it. Like yeah, I, people were actually sold giving sold Ballers like... way more credit, and I think that it was also one of those where like everybody kind of just agreed and went into it knowing it was going to be like a shitty fun show. That when it actually turned out to be like somewhat decent, it was all that much more of a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was. was. Like I was just watching because of the tits on the yacht. Like I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't know if there was actually going to be a plot to this. Well, yeah, this that's is, a whole this thing ain't too. bad. They sold it as like the. Uh... Uh, honorage like football show like instead of actors they're athletes honoraging it up and it was like not like that at all yeah it was like really like the grit and uh trying to like, really just trying to make sure these athletes don't spend all their money in, like one sitting dude, <laughs> well that's gonna be tough. what it that's is gonna be, like, uh, really getting the show like, getting financial advice from dwayne johnson like yeah, are you you're right? gonna... i'm dwayne johnson oh like one of my favorite shows uh had a series finale which was uh, Falling Skies, was uh, okay. the big alien taking over the show. Terrible show. <laughs> Never was good. And like, you know it's a terrible show because it was on TNT. TNT so if like you crazy. haven't heard of it, then there's no... Uh, yeah, it comes on after, like, Rizzoli and Isles and uh, <laughs> Suits. And <laughs> the next season of La Femme it's Nikita. A, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Like it's but so how falling guys. so sub-cheats. that was the uh, the series the series premiere. Or the series the finale, series finale, right? finale, pretty bad. It all wrapped pretty up. Bad. Yeah, You told up, me it like, kind of so wrapped so up. Easily, yeah. yeah. Like for like six seasons, which is like shocking enough that there were six seasons of this show or four <laughs> seasons or whatever. It made it more than one, which is all in itself <clears> shocking. <throat> Because I've never talked to anybody else. i like, oh, you watch Falling Skies? And they're like, yeah. Like, it's always like, what's that show? <laughs> yeah, but it's really like. I've seen the, I've seen the commercials on Seinfeld reruns, yeah, but. Really, spoiler alert if you're the, one of the other three people that watch this show. But they wrapped it up. such like a, They've been fighting this war for years against these aliens. And then, like, that last episode, there's like, oh, by the way, if you just killed their leader, all of them will die.
2: And he's like, oh, okay,
1: bang. Da, 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 da. And, and just like, shoots him and it all. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like, what happened, dude? Like, we just, like, run out of budget. <laughs> all right, you so you just got to kill, gotta one kill one the person, leader. Kill one leader. the so. they all. There was no, like, number two. There was no clumsy number two guy that was <laughs> like, going to take ooh, over. Right the... <laughs> in charge? Now? Yeah, it was played by Andy Sandberg.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um. Which will somehow bring us back to the Emmys. Yeah, so then was there any other, I guess, before we get back to the Emmys, there any any other of the shows in the fall? or No, not really i either so come then back, back or... to the Emmys. Yeah. Back to the Emmys, I guess. Uh, John Hamm finally won his award. First time he's ever won it. Final season of Mad Men. Too. Yeah, I guess that was another thing that will. Uh, while we're speaking of finales, I guess. Yeah, you know, Mad, Mad Men have, wrapped uh, up. Mad, we already talked about that in a previous episode, but John Hamm, who was shocking because that show was such an award-winning and critically acclaimed show, yeah, but you know really why? he really got put on the map for that that he never actually won one. Well, you know why? Because he's, it was for the best drama series, best male lead, Sand lead actor in a drama series. And every year, it would go against Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. And fucking, what's his name, from Malcolm the Middle, would win. Every, <laughs> Malcolm's dad would yeah, win Malcolm's every year? Yeah, dad would win every year. All right, so it was kind of one of those, like, uh, Scorsese, circumstantially, yeah. he never got the, so now Breaking exactly. Bad's over, now he's getting it. So now and this got is shot. kind of one of those where just, like, on impulse... This kind of reeks to me off the bat of one of those, just like uh, giving it to him based on the past Good. glory, you know what I mean? Like, and it was I don't know. a great show, too. And it like, was... He should have won it before. Like, he did a great job on the show. That and unanimously, everybody raves. It. Like, though, it's not a very action-packed show as we've talked about no, before. so like it's all. It's all based on Like When you ask people what's great about it, they're like, oh, the acting's phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's that's... not, it's just a show about people working in an office. <laughs> it's like an unfunny version of The Office. <laughs> There's all the zany characters, just none of them are telling jokes. So he finally won. Uh, Viola Davis, actually, was uh, the first African-American winner for um, Best Lead Actress in a series, Outstanding Drama Series. And that's kind of one of those, not to uh, get controversial on the topic of race here, Jesus but, like, Christ, here we are we go. still making distinctions for, like first ever, Afri- like, a big to-do over That's the first award. African-American lead in a TV series. Like, Didn't we already go through this with Halle Berry for, like, the Oscars? Yeah. She, got, she already got the first black actress award, all right? That's we true. don't need That's a real. TV That's version true. of the fucking thing, right? Yeah, you want to talk about, like, a kind of, like, a hand it to him. Denzel Washington won that year also for, like, best lead actor in a <laughs> yeah, right. movie. And it was for training day. And I was like, really, training day? They're like, look, we're giving it to him. We're under a lot of heat right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Halle Berry and Denzel are clearly walking out of here at the awards. You pick what movie, we're giving it to him. I was like, all right, fucking Halle Berry won for Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of on the uh, another one of the ones that just jumped out to me because another one of my personal faves that won for a uh, pretty big award was but Jeffrey Tambor for another like career winner, but uh, for the show that tr- the show Transparent where he plays like a transsexual something or another but he won for best. Uh, <laughs> is that the technical term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Transsexual <laughs> something or other. I don't know. I'm allowed to say here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know what the correct moniker is for him. I but, think that uh, was uh, something or other. If it's not, I think it should be. It wasn't
2: offensive you know. to me. <laughs> But another Can't, one of my all-time fave one.
1: dudes, and uh, anytime he can get an Emmy, well-deserved. Uh, Bill Murray won one. Well, yeah, Francis McDormand won one for uh, Olive Kitteridge, but even Bill Murray got an outstanding supporting actor in a limited series. I think they just made up that award. <laughs> like, oh, Murray's <laughs> here? We're giving him one. <laughs> yeah, right. Who doesn't like Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah, you got help him. ratings with, with a Murray speech. Let's, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's give him something. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. And the Francis McDormand, that was one... Uh, that he won for an HBO miniseries, yeah, like so HBO, HBO killing it again with really that good. stuff. Something that it was I, really good. I yeah. kind of slipped past my radar, but... Uh... And, of course, always making moves, too. Amy Schumer won uh, an award for the Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. Yeah, she's huge. She's everywhere. She's everywhere, man. She's getting fucking a lot of I'm Really bite. blown up. I think she overexposure did. might be her big downfall in a short time, but... but... Other than that, yeah, if we didn't mention you, fuck off. We didn't yeah. mention us. Email us at the geeked up podcast, Gmail.com Let us know uh, Hey, come on I won an Emmy for I was that light guy Don't, <laughs> be, don't be belittling my Emmy That's right That's right I'm talking to you Richard Jenkins But anyway So that's gonna uh, bring us To the big um, Fall yeah. TV preview That was 2014 TV now we're talking 2015 TV. Slash and 2016. Slash you know going I mean? into 2016, yes. Because, much like kind of uh, when we started the show at the beginning of the summer, that's when the movies kind of, that's mm-hmm. the movie time of year, the blockbuster hits. That's what the summer's known for. Well, the fall is known for the TV. We're on the of reruns. TV. People are back in school. We're back to Friends and Seinfeld on Thursday nights on NBC. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Wait, that's <laughs> TGIF got dinosaurs in full house on Friday. Uh-huh. We're back, baby. Family matters. Remember how depressing it was when they would go into the summer reruns as like a couch potato kid that like <laughs> would actually be watching TV all year, and it was like important to us. It was just like fuck three months without like a new. Yeah, I've seen this one already. <laughs> yeah. Guess I'll play Mario Kart so like with the fall preview though like there's a lot of uh new shows coming out but a lot of like old shows coming back for some season twos or some season eights depending who you are they've came back they've proved they proved their point they're coming back for uh, another round for a 10th or 11th year of the same old shit like yeah. namely modern family finally went down for best comedy they're gonna be in a comeback for their yeah, life they're gonna be funnier than ever like yeah. this time the uncles are gonna be even gayer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dad's gonna, gonna be, be even be more curmudgeonly yeah, yeah it's like how many? That's in the, like Modern Family and Big Bang Theory are both shows coming back for God knows how many years yeah. at this point. And it's just like how many circumstances? Like how? Will, like what have these characters evolved to at this point? Because somebody that like only watches these shows in rerun form every once in a while still in the same apartment. <laughs> yeah, but they can't like, all just be like awkward nerds at this point, right? Is one of those shows where they've evolved to so now that they're like you're saying, like the geek show might eventually run out of run out of ideas. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, uh, Big Bang Theory. Never give up. Episode eight, guys. This is episode eight. Or Modern Family. It's one of those shows that has kids, so now they've got to be in like they've got to be in literally like a tenth season of Modern Family by now. For sure, no. So like the one little girl that it was kind of creepy that she was almost attractive is now just got to be like full on attractive. Yeah, for sure. Little chubby kid's not cute. He's just like a sleazy fucking Puerto Rican, (laughs) whatever. Yo, what's up, Chico? (laughs) Yeah, the special episode where fucking Bundy's got to like talk the little one out of joining the the LA Kings gang.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you're right too, man, because like
1: the little kid on that show too, like the the kid Luke, like when the show started, he's like, oh, the goofy, like youngest of the the kids, and but it was always like the snarkiest and funniest. But now he's just like some sixteen-year-old, like man, these are hard to get girls. It's like way less funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back to being a hilarious kid. And the chubby guy, one I mean, that I was just talking about was that perfect level of just like in-between ages where he was just like a funny-looking little young kid <laughs> yeah. that was like, yeah, looked like a chubby grown-up. little kid. Now he's just he's just like a like a fat <laughs> college student, <laughs> just like, dude. <laughs> you know, that's coming back. Walking Dead, of course, is coming back. Walking Dead. That's the uh, that's probably the one wearing the strap because. Uh, that's the that's the one everybody's talking about. They talked about last week. We actually talked about how they've got a prequel that's coming out. It's out. Man. Running it's, it's, out, or, it's out. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's already, already out. Walking Dead. And that's running hand-in-hand hand with Walking Dead, which is the Yeah, I think, the, like, the uh, last huge... episode of, like... Fear the Walking Dead Then like the next week The Walking Dead Will premiere Like you're getting Your full doses you're on full. Don't worry about <laughs> it They're everywhere <laughs> So that's coming back out That's probably like A big big one Everyone watches Is Walking Dead The other big one, well, Huge one that might be Kind of flying under The geeked up radar But in terms of TV It's like the biggest Smash hit is Empire Which yeah. is coming back For yeah, uh, another talking year Yeah About Empire but that's another one. Yeah, I haven't given it a chance to. It's about like the you know back the inner workings of the record industry and yeah. whatnot, like which is definitely R&B a very industry, like yeah. great concept for a show. Kind of like if it's not on HBO, I don't necessarily give it a chance until I hear yeah. it's really good. Yeah. But uh, maybe I'll start checking out Empire. I don't know. I don't know. I watched the uh, like five minutes of the season one finale, and uh, I don't know if it's the show for me. There was no like superhero references or. Uh... Nobody was wearing a mask. Yeah. 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 A lot of lingo I wasn't getting, (laughs) Um, but yeah, superhero shows though. Gotham's returning season two of Gotham. It's always good to see these shows survive, which is like the prequel Batman story. Yeah, that's kind of Batman, how Batman all begun. Kind of, yeah, it's like the story. Like when Bruce Wayne was in private school. Yeah, and it's on like Fox, so it's like super hokey. But like, it's coming back for season two. Um, You know, Agents of Shield is coming back for a third season, which is fucking shocking. Which, that's the show that, like, ties in with the Marvel movies, like, hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, it exists at okay, the same right, time Yeah, like, yeah. Again, not a good, like, not really a good show. Like, if you're someone like <laughs> me that loves, like, all... You gotta be really into superheroes Marvel, for this then, one. Yeah, you'll love it. But if you're just, like, your average viewer, it's like, what's ha- what the fuck is this terrible show? Well, somebody that's kind of like a sociopathic uh, serial killer, Blacklist is also coming back. Yeah, one that's up my my yeah that's real. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's the one you always see him filming on the streets up here too. Like in New York, you're like during the yeah. They're right, all over New York right before the fall preview. Any street you walk down, it's no parking. We're filming Blacklist everywhere. We're filming Blacklist. Yeah, James Spader's just walking around. Can't park here. <laughs> yeah. Filming Blacklist. Spader's I'll park over there. Can't park over there. We're filming Law and Order. <laughs> Motherfucker, dude. Um, but yeah. We got the, the Goldbergs coming back. coming back. The Goldbergs. I hope the <laughs> fucking <laughs> the greatest movie TV show poster that you'll ever see on a bus. <laughs> the a <bunch laughs> the of Blackish is coming and back. Blackish is the exact same movie Fresh poster. Off the, boat. the Different I don't know if Race Fresh off The Different Race is coming back. <laughs> uh yeah, those are all all those shows are coming back. But these um, are all the shows coming back and uh, I guess another one that's kind of the big the uh, established show that I'm really looking forward to coming out is going to be in the news, but it's going to have a little bit of a different feel this year. Is the old celebrity apprentice Or maybe it's just the regular apprentice now These days I think it's back to regular apprentice right, I think it's celebrity apprentice Once you get this new host in there It's back <laughs> to celebrity apprentice Yeah, it's yeah for sure It's celebrity apprentice now But obviously with Trump poising himself To be the next president yeah. of the United States Almost <laughs> becoming very, way too close To becoming the free leader yeah. of the world Apparently he's got his priorities all fucked up And thinks that running the country Is more important than another season of The Apprentice So he's tapping out of The Apprentice But, but Someone that's already done their government bid yeah. Already Governor for a while is coming in and be like, you know what? I had my foray in politics, now I'm going to host your show, fucking Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is the new host, Of celebrity apprentice, the most hilarious. You're fired ever. No, I think that's the question that everybody's <laughs> got to be. The, yeah, you're terminated. It's be you're What's going to be the line? Is it going to be like a new? Is he going to stick with you fired or, or yeah. is he going to do a new short? Because he could do a lot of old ones. He you could, could do a lot of old ones, but I hope he does Just like, kind of like piles them all in together, like, sorry, Gary Busey. But it's not a tumor. Hasta <laughs> la vista, you're fired. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what? <is> it? <laughs> Gary Busey, it's not a tumor. Jane Lynch, hasta la vista, <laughs> yeah, baby. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. just get every one of them in. Ice Cube, and if you make it's it, time to freeze. Little John, get in the chopper. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hell yeah. Skeet, ski ski, skeet. skeet, skeet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you did a great job running the brownie stand today. <laughs> Gary Busey, tell get me what's what wrong with the
0: lemonade stand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sells itself. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be uh, hilarious. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's gonna be celebrities or real people because it's almost funny. No, it's celebrities. Like, it's hundred percent celebrities. Okay, celebrity. Because it would almost be funnier when, like, some, like, fresh-faced Harvard grad that's literally got, like, a, like, million dollars on the line. At least Trump is, like, supposed to be a businessman, so when he's making the final determination, it's one thing. But imagine being, like, an actual industrious person and, like, losing because Schwarzenegger, like. (laughs) Yo, no, and the best thing about it, too, but being celebrity-wise, it's, like, it's never, like, true celebrities. It's always, like, the washed-up, like, old 90s-star celebrities. Probably people that were, like, the bit actor in old Schwarzenegger (laughs) movies, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I can't be 100% certain, but I'm sure Schwarzenegger and Busey have, like... Polly Shore, I had a great time (laughs) on my walk-in on
0: Son-in-Law, but it is
2: time for you to...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, good to see you again, Jesse Ventura. (laughs) Kill me! Get in the chopper,
1: you made it. So that's going to be a good one. A lot of and uh, yeah. I think we'll save our uh, Trump our Trump presidential uh, endorsement for a later show, but that's a, that's even more hilarious. I didn't think Trump could get more hilarious than running The Apprentice, but yeah, it turns out but, yeah, but so, so that kind of gets me thinking, though, because I think that's gonna be that's gonna be huge. Like you said, The Walking Dead's always huge because right now in TV, there's always like the one big show that everybody makes way to mm-hmm. watch. Like this watch past summer? summer, it was uh, Game of Thrones, yeah. obviously. Now that's taken the season off. We'll be back, I think, in the spring or next summer. So what's gonna be the big show? The Walking Dead? Is it gonna be uh, Empire? Is it gonna be Trump? Is it gonna be Schwarzenegger on Apprentice? I think of all the returning shows, man, I think it's gotta be. Uh, I think Walking Dead, like it's just yeah they're gonna like it's doing so good that they're making prequels while the original show's still on you know what yeah, I yeah mean? for, like, sure, for sure for sure like, they're cashing in and i think that's probably the one most inclined to like gain popularity and fan base mm-hmm. like i'm pro- like i would be i'm the kind of dude that would be more inclined to give that a shot than block than uh, empire you know what i yeah. mean like yeah, yeah yeah but uh i think the demo that empire is trying to go for probably already has theirs but yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. There's also a lot of uh, new shows coming out, though, that may emerge as the uh, hit of the season. Maybe yeah, take the ratings battle. Yeah, it to be seen. But uh, one, yeah, one new show that I'm really excited about coming out is uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Ash versus okay, so not the Walking Dead, but not the, the Evil Dead. Walking Dead, dead not the Fear of the Walking Dead, <laughs> but these dead are evil, and those are. They're course, also zombies, but you know. There's all sorts of evil. There is all sorts of Evil Dead. If you've ever seen any of the old Evil Dead movies, or like bruce campbell plays ash It's like just like a continuation of the movies like yeah. the movies are very hokey like they're very like hand in cheek like you know the first one was made as like a real horror movie and it was just kind of like so just like off the wall nuts that if you've ever seen the evil dead was like this crazy like horror movie that uh, came out bruce campbell was the star of it and it was like really violent and just like insanely gory it kind of became a cult hit, and they kind of just, like, kept rolling with it, and they've almost slowly kind of turned them into comedies now. Okay. Like, the second one was basically the first movie. They've got kind of, like, that sense of the show, the sense of, like, what yeah, they're actually Yeah, but it was from. just, like, a funnier version of, like, the first movie. Like, they were like, definitely more, like, tongue-in-cheek at this point. Then, okay, like, all right. The third movie was called Army of Darkness, but this time he goes back in time, he's, like, with... Um, they like call like these knights fighting zombies. But like, again, right. Knights fighting zombies. He has, like, the, zombies. Cat- he has like, a... the cheeky like, catchphrases, like hubba hubba. Or, like, <laughs> That's you know. a great one. He's got a chainsaw hand.
2: We need Schwarzenegger doing that one.
1: Those... So yeah, so the show's going to come out. It's going to be great. So now the show is picking up where the movie series left off. Yeah, why not? Okay, all right. I see. I see. And uh, more inclined for a TV series than a movie. Do you need more than two and a half hours of this? Do you need more than an <laughs> yeah. hour and a half of this shit? Well, it's or? just like a favorite. Like a lot of a lot of people love like The Evil Dead. Okay, and now uh, and what network is this one on? I think yeah. it's on like Stars. Okay, so it is gonna be. It's gonna be like, pay. Gonna Another be pay, paid but so which pay pay is good though? Because you're paying for yeah. violence and blood and cursing and exactly. all that shit. So it's not a... In this ash of people dead, you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to go to commercial break, right, as somebody's about to get their head chopped off, right, as a knight's about to chop off a... Yeah, come on. <laughs> I want to see some violence in tits. It's not too much to ask. So that's a new one coming out. Another one that's kind of like uh, a big premiere, but like also like kind of a redo, an old show. They used to have a very popular show in the late 80s kind of the early 90s and then they all kind of went off and started doing movies and now they're getting <laughs> back together for a reality getting the show. band back together it's the muppets the muppets the everybody's muppets favorite back. yeah everybody's favorite childhood puppets that were uh, okay. crazy personalities are coming back and coming back under a whole reign of controversy yeah believe it or not in very but, un-muppet form yeah the muppets are under like very huge fire Turns out, uh, Fozzie Bear was on stage doing his comedy act, and then ended up doing a very anti-gay Caitlyn Jenner rant, <laughs> kind of like a Kramer kind of thing. Fozzie,
2: fucking you yeah!
1: Know, Fozzie just snapped on stage. He finally, had the comedic balance. I would have thought that more from so, Gonzo. Waka waka Fozzie waka guys, come on! It was a joke. Waka waka waka, right? Fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah, he has to go on the Colbert yeah, guys. Did yeah. uh, you say Gonzo? But I think Gonzo would be more it's of a in the middle of a performance, you know. Yeah, and, Jesus. I was just lining up for the Waka Waka, and the (laughs) table wouldn't shut up, so I called him a faggot. I'm sorry, folks. It's all part of the show. Waka Waka Waka. You should hear the shit Kermit says, goddammit. Yeah, really. But that's kind of like what the show actually is, though, to uh, get back to the actual Muppet show. So it's not, it's the Muppets is coming back, but it's not coming back as the Muppets per se. Yeah. It's like a reality show, like showing them like what they've been up to those last like. Yeah. Kind of from what I gather, kind of like an almost one of like a Christopher guest sure. kind of like spoof of great a documentary w- yes, great way of to look the at Muppets. It. Okay. 100%. And they've kind of like added now for, and again, this is not like a children's show. I, I think that we looked it up and it's like a it's Thursday night kind yeah, of show. Like yeah. It's a. It's on at nighttime. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a, a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, so it's not necessarily... It's not for, like, the children audience and stuff like that. it's no, for it's, not. it's like an adult show, and it kind of, like, portrays the characters as more, like, real-life 2015 uh, people. You know what I mean? Where Kermit the Frog is apparently, like, throwing Miss Piggy aside yeah, for a younger, more attractive Miss Piggy. Yeah, a and, younger... And, like, Fonzie actually is on stage, calling yeah. people back. <laughs> <that. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's all sorts of, like, Muppets getting drunk and, like... Well, that was actually one of the scandals was the whole thing you said that him like dumping him and Miss Piggy broke up and then uh, (laughs) he's like dating a younger, skinnier pig and these feminists are fucking furious about it are you kidding me yeah I never trusted that fucking frog like a skinnier pig seriously I, like, we, were to, we were looking we were looking to Kermit for the uh, compass of moral values here yeah. he seemed like he really loved Miss Piggy for who she was just a fucking raging bitch on wheels that busted his balls every second like yeah you should be. this, guy, this is, guy yeah this is like the prime example of like her personality being horrible <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> a fat pig literally <laughs> is like way worse than the fucking just smaller cunt, like, pig yeah. Kermit's like a pig dude he's like he's in A pig. He's like, what are these feminists so mad about? He's still dating a pig. Yeah, right. Which is like the real scandal to me. He should be dating a frog, like God intended. (laughs) I don't like this whole (laughs) crossbreeding. No frog of mine's bringing a pig home.
2: It's about procreation, folks, all right? Come on.
1: You show me a frog, pig baby. I'm going (laughs) to fucking. But so the show, and then like that's not the only. Also, because like literally, feminists have been like up in arms about like the portrayal of this show, and other people have. And then like mothers' organizations have also gotten involved about the fact that like these children figures are not being portrayed like children's figures. Yeah. But I think the point that they're missing is that it's not like a children's show. Yeah, it's I, a show for guys like me and Devin that when we were kids, watched The Muppets, and we grew up with like the image of these guys in our mind. And exactly. now it's just like, hey, like, yeah. we can have a show where we make them drink, and, like, yeah. Fuck, yeah. and fuck younger, prettier pigs. Yeah, like the one million moms like, how do we explain the pie to our kids? We have to explain to them the sex and drugs joke? Like, no, you fucking don't. Yeah. Your stupid kids can still watch the show, and if they don't get the joke, good. They're kids, don't explain it to them. Well, there's no, not only like that. But they also joke. don't that have to, to watch me the all Muppets. The time like as this a is... kid trying to watch the Simpsons. but like, I didn't get that. Like it's an adult joke. Like, like, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> one day, one yeah, day, I'll get it one day. It turns out a lot of those shows weren't so funny. Married with Children, for example, when I didn't get the jokes, hilarious, because I knew it was taboo. <laughs> Got older, watched reruns, was like oh, it's just not that on, good. Come on, come on. Shows a pretty obvious one twos. I was watching a Married with Children side note though, watching Married <laughs> with Children rerun the other day. There were a scene in Bud's room, a poster on Bud's wall was like a Playboy like a Playboy picture. Like a Playboy poster? Yeah, yeah. But it was actually, like, I think Fox, like, messed up on the 90s editing process, and they just showed it. it was just, like, it was real, like, tits, like, picture of, like, real tits on a poster on Bud's wall in Married with Children, like, in the background. And my tit radar was out that night, so <laughs> yeah, I spotted it. That's a tit. That's a tit on I TV. I felt so comfortable in Bud's room that I, like, knew the... But anyway, <laughs> anywho... So, yeah, so it's supposed to be, like, it's not a children's show, so it's, like, not only is Evan Wright just, like, don't give him the oldest an adult joke, cover your eyes while froggy's lining up a rail, but also <laughs> just, like, don't have him watch the Muppets. Like, go, like, get, buy the DVD of The Muppets yeah, and have him watch that. watch Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah, or exactly. Or the old episodes of The Muppet Show, which, fucking, they still made, like, kind of, like, grown-uppy jokes exactly. in The Muppet yeah. Show, too. And even the movies, they kind of have, like... There's definitely an undertone There's of, of a like, reason a that, like it applies to adults too. Like the jokes are like for you, and the ones your kids are too, too stupid to get are for you. And this isn't even like the huge boner coming up in the sand in Lion King. You know what I mean? And like all the like creepy yeah, like, on acid. He likes to have ha- hot sex with teenagers. <laughs> Which all that stuff is true. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, on big... acid or not on acid, all that shit really happens yeah. when you watch it. Like, no, it's real really time. The original cover of the Little Mermaid has a giant cock on it. For like sure, a big veiny cock. It's nothing but. A is bit. it part of the underwater castle? Yeah. maybe. But yeah, it's also but definitely it's also a huge. A giant, giant golden <laughs> cock. They're living in a huge dildo. But that's all right. But uh, fucking Kermit can't date a younger, sexier pig. But yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Though another one I'm kind of looking forward to is uh, Narcos, yeah. show about Pablo Escobar and some of the. Uh, Drug cartel stuff going on. Which is that's also getting like really rave reviews, and it's apparently uh, it's a great concept for a show, but apparently like well executed as well. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a show that everyone's talking about. That's one that's on Netflix though, not uh, like basic cable. Just like uh, the new show with uh, Ron Perlman, the Sons of of Anarchy. 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 Yes, Clay is coming out with a Hand of God, which is on. The not Netflix show, uh, Amazon. Same yes, it's one. Clay's spinoff show. So if you like Jeffrey Tambor dressed up as a tranny and uh, the guy from Sans Anarchy playing a judge, then Amazon Prime. <laughs> Is that the show for Perlman? He plays a judge. Yeah, he plays a judge. That's probably. That's like, that, like also a biker member. Or like no? He, thinks he there... got like a message from God. He's like a corrupt judge, and now he got a message from God, so now he's like. Doing his ways, making his that way That was just back. being a judge? Yeah. It's just uh-huh. a show about... Yeah. Hey, I'm not being like... I'm not scamming <laughs> the nation anymore. What a guy. The triumphant, <laughs> triumphant return of not sending black kids to jail for life for bags of weed. <laughs> you know, yes. that message from God really comes in handy sometimes, you know? Yeah, so those are both kind of... Uh, yeah, like the, those uh, are both like internet shows, mm-hmm. which is very popular. Uh, now, cracking the barrier, winning awards the last couple years. So that's like a really established platform for good television. Yeah, 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 it has been, man. They've won awards. Like House of Cards is on the Netflix. They're doing good. Another weird little trend that seems to be going on with these new shows now is uh, there's two shows coming out that like uh, are like direct sequels to like a movie that was already out before that. Minority Report is one, which was the old Tom Cruise yes, movie. Yes, Tom Cruise, I've seen this. This is getting rebooted into a series. Not even rebooted, it's like a sequel. It's like, oh. Just right, picking up where I, Minority Report left off. Yeah, we're like, we're <laughs> not it actually, turns out we're not closing down the program. We're still going to arrest people <laughs> before they do anything. That's a good move, though. Well, actually, I guess finish off the, uh, which, which is what's the other one as well? Uh, Limitless was the uh, movie I refused to see. People have told me it's good, and I've, there's no fucking way it can be good. <laughs> and it's the movie with Limitless with Bradley Cooper, where he's just like kind of like, from what I take, like, kind of dumb, just like your average, like, I don't know, I think like a con artist or whatever. And then like he eats literally a super pill. Oh, I remember like, this no, one. I'm so smart look how much money I'm yes, eating yes. I a smart pill you eat, eat yeah, a yeah. pill and you get to use 90% of your brain yeah. it was literally one of those the plot and of the movie like, was like your average human uses 10% of this brain yeah and it was like dude so we're basically making a movie that should have been called Adderall <laughs> hey dude I don't pay attention much here eat this Adderall oh dude I'm really, I apply. feel great. Yeah, I'm really applying I have myself. no limits no limits I'm <laughs> limitless you might say <laughs> let me do my homework while partying this is great <laughs> yeah so that's a show they're making to a series so and I guess kind of and also adding a third one there that we are covered but ash vs evil dead would maybe fall in the same trend yeah, of like just picking up where movies left off i guess it's kind of like a clever move too instead of making like a four like a fifth and sixth shitty minority report you still want to cash <laughs> in on it at a certain point it just gets embarrassing like there's literally a fast and the furious seven coming out and literally like you just can't give a movie with that big of a number next to it a chance so instead of just like blowing the fast load with the all of your shitty do. movies just keep it into a tv series let it go like, like, how many cases can Tom Cruise get into? A lot, you know. I mean, look how many Cruise, Look at how many cases Knight Rider got into. I'm sure, like, <laughs> Wait, whatever guys playing Cruise. He now, so a in cop. these TV shows, are uh, the like, how close are they with like the cast and stuff of the now, movies? The, Famous guys. The Minority Report one, I don't know how directly it's gonna be, but The Limitless, the show, the first episode, Bradley Cooper's in it. Okay. Being like now, you take this smart pill. <laughs> like, that's where to God, It's in the commercial. Like, oh my god. It's like Bradley Cooper, like in a hood, like sitting across from, like, the TV's main star. And he's like, you don't have any idea what kind of ride you're in for. <laughs> I, bought a, I bought that pill on Shakedown and Street. I'd fill in friends last Wednesday. Yeah, it's really just, like, Bradley Cooper's looking rough, dude. Like, did the doctor cut off your Adderall addiction? I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. I heard you're the new Limitless. Can I, like, buy, like, three Adderall? I have a science report to due it. tomorrow. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. can I have some Adderall <laughs> yeah. Give me some Adderall to study, or some Oxy to not care that I <laughs> yeah. fail. I need one or the I need a pill. Goddamn it. Limitless. <laughs> yeah, my limits are gone limit God, I no limit because I don't care about them because I'm high on Oxy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so look out for those shows. I think the one, though, the number one overall show that I'm personally most looking forward to has got to be Grandfathered, the new Stamos project, <laughs> where he plays a grandfather. I like how the whole point of this show is just like, hey, look at Stamos. Imagine him being a grandfather. Yeah. I mean, even just the like, yeah. Is this like him, like, all like, handsome? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey? Seriously. A grandfather? But yeah, look you- at me. It's like, come on, dog. You used to party with the Beach Boys. Dude. You're definitely grandfather. <laughs> for sure. Stamos, for sure. You might not look like my grandpa. And also, you've been famous for long enough. You've definitely been, like, you're, you've been fucking a lot of 18-year-olds, yeah. right? You've been fucking 18-year-olds for, like, at least 18 years. Do the math. It's not, like, any big surprise that some... Yeah, and Stamos is, like, way too famous for, then, like, then he should... Like, you know, yeah, if for sure. it should be David Goulier. <laughs> like, like, what's that that also, that apparently, too, that that's a great call. Joey was Why definitely the home run the hitter Davis on that for? show. Like, his best work was Full House. <laughs> but you now, Stamos is getting the show grandfathered. Yeah. I want to see uh, And you're right, like, Goulier's what has he Goulier's done yeah. other than be Stamos since Full House? Sells fucking yogurt. Yeah, a couple and of yogurt like... commercials, and... Yeah. Well, God bless him. But that show, that show, and... Uh, the, the other one that looks just hilariously terrible is The Grinder, oh, which with really my good. man Rob Lowe, who's like one of my all time faves, but like okay, okay. he's the fact that he's lowering himself. Him and Fred's this might actually be good though. Too, it's <laughs> Rob it's Lowe and good. Fred Savage, so I got like there's a lot of trust in the stars. Fred Savage, man. But looks pretty terrible yeah of course it's terrible i see the poster for the grinder i see the poster for grandfathered and i think the poster for franklin and bash and you're not in good category when you're like
2: two guys <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: that like used to be kind of funny and now we're making an epically horrible not funny show franklin and bash
2: <laughs>
1: it's crazy bash is actually the calm one but franklin's the wild one you would think it's the other <laughs> way around but it's not that bash keeps a real level head in yeah. the courtroom but franklin's always flying off the handle <laughs> take it easy franklin Order in the court, but um, <laughs> the show I'm looking forward to though, out of the list is a show I used to watch a long time ago. Went off the air. It got pretty terrible. But now they're bringing it back. I think they're aware of how bad they did. They're bringing it back for like a eight part, ten part mini series. Is Heroes. Yes. Heroes were born. It's coming back. It's coming, but much to popular demand too. Everybody was. Uh, We wanted to know what was going on, so they were coming back with a defined miniseries. Though it's not like an open-ended series. Yeah, no. They're they're coming back to put a put a finish on what they started. Kind of like a big wrap it up. They're gonna uh, so like some of the old cast members are coming back, but a lot of new cast members. It's a whole like little standalone story. It should be. Okay, that was gonna be my question. Is it its own? Because I did not watch Heroes. Is it like coming? Directly to kind of Finish it off Or is it introducing A new plot line That'll also so yeah, kind no, of they're introducing, Wrap everything, everything plot up line. Like they're definitely Like acknowledging That it's been like Six years Since like the last episode Oh wow. it's but, been like, that long A lot has changed In six years Like these heroes They're getting out of hand <laughs> They're hands. still uh, They're still pretty heroic Out they're there They're still you know? flying around And uh, saving lives <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. And that's the show you got to realize too, like back when it was on, like I used to just sit there and just like theorize with like my buddy is like, all right, dude, like I think I definitely know like what's going on this season. Like yes. that's the bad guy. And this is going to happen. And like my buddy would be like, no, it's not like, it's or like be general. smarter and be able to figure it out. Like, Oh dude, like I definitely know what's coming. Like, but um, so now where does it uh? So now is it like is it gonna be answer or when the show ended? How many like loose ends did it have? Did it like answer all the questions? Yeah, it pretty much answered all the questions. But still had enough questions while it was going on to have people like theorizing about it, or yeah. are they coming back with like a lot of loops that they got to tie up here. Not really. I think it's just like it wasn't one of those shows where like it ended as like on their own accord. I think like NBC was like, I right, do these last two seasons have been terrible. Like fucking wrap it up this one. Okay, all right. Like whatever you got to say, wrap it up now. And it would ended it on like this crazy note where like one of the heroes at the very end, like, revealed herself to, like, the world, like, on, like, national TV. It was like, oh, all right, I look, see. I all have right. powers. And, like, that was it. And, you're like, all right, cool. Good enough. It right. really got bad. <laughs> good enough way. You proved that you're a hero. Yeah. It really got bad in the last couple of seasons. So like, they're, going so for they're it. picking re- up in re- the re- world re- where they people know they're heroes, but Another they're just heroes, kind of starting are again? the heroes now? And all the heroes are missing, so they need oh, the old right. game. To what get happened to the old heroes? What's going to happen with the new heroes? All right. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. But um, talking about a show like that, and like I said, like I would always just talk about my buddies, try and guess what's happening, was actually going to bring us to this episode's Closer Look. Closer, closer Look.
0: Closer Look. Closer Look. Closer Look. Break out the telescope, then the microscope. All of the other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're going to look real close. Take a closer look. Closer Look. Closer look. So
1: that brings us to this episode's closer look. And like I said, talking about heroes and always theorizing about what the hell was going on in that show and who had it more figured out than everybody else, we're going to take a closer look this episode at best fan theories. Yes, best fan theories. Sometimes they kind of come, uh, advertently. I think sometimes they're kind of built in mm. for the, uh, ambiguity of, like, adding to the show. You know, it kind of yeah. sounded like Heroes is one of these where it's kind of supposed to be a little bit, there's a lot of interpretation is supposed to be involved. The show is encouraging you to guess, like, what's going on. Yeah. So I'm going to start off kind of on that note with, uh, the, like, supposed to be ambiguous of some things. I'm going to start off with, uh, not going specific towards a movie or a show as much as a total genre of things, right? Professional wrestling, Chalked <laughs> full of fanthers. The entire thing is about trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Is Hogan going to win? Is he going to give him the big boot? Is, yeah. is, when, he, when he drops the uh, the big leg drop on Ultimate Warrior, is Ultimate Warrior going to pop up and yeah, do the geez. shake and the ropes? Now, when he slams Hogan, is Hogan going to come up shaking his head? It turns out, obviously, yes, both will happen. <laughs> All these things will happen. Well, even more, like, long-term fan theories of wrestling, too. And I always go back to it. Like, my last real wrestling memory is when, like, it was either The Rock or Stone Cold. They were fighting each other on a bridge. And I think uh, Stone Cold threw the rock off the bridge. Yeah. I think the rock threw Stone Cold off the bridge. And it was like, oh, my God, the rock just murdered Stone Cold. Yes.
0: Like, is he dead? Like, in fuck. the
1: George Washington Bridge <laughs> match. That's a way to uh, win a wrestling match. I'll yeah. tell you that one. It's a way to move some T-shirts. You yeah, kill I Stone Cold, you throw it. Stone Cold off a bridge. Duh, he was back. He uh, had so much beer in him, he floated at Right to the top of the water. And that's kind of one of those, just like also for the uh, real, the true geek nature of like geeking out on a certain subject, but all the fans that uh, want to be like smarter than the people that make it, wrestling is the key because the whole thing, <laughs> well, you get to a certain age and it's not about like, the only thing a 32-year-old that watches wrestling can really claim is that he's trying to like stay on top of, trying to outthink the people that make it kind of thing, you know what I mean? Something and that's too hard see to see they the can be wrestling surprised. thing. But, That's definitely – it's like a whole thing is based on kind of – There's another one for me, and it's more of like in a general sense would be just like – it's something you see in the comic book movies coming out now, like before they come out, when they just like release casting news of like, all right, we hired this guy. Like Martin Freeman, for instance, is going to be in the new Captain America movie. They haven't said who he's going to be. Movie's already done. Rapid, like ours, already wrapped on filming it, and just people are like, "Oh, I think he's gonna be playing this guy." Like, I don't think he's gonna be playing this guy because there's so much like comic book source material. Yeah, It's yeah. a common thing that you see uh, the, the geeks out there fucking like the second they announce somebody, like, what would make sense for? To yeah, be yeah, yeah. Speculating like, on the characters. I think he's be like, or like, like villains? Who's yeah. gonna be the next villain in the new Batman? Exactly. You know, and all that kind exactly. Of Why is this guy here? This is like a general like comic book movies just get guessed about so much. Yeah. So much. There's even like websites dedicated to just the people. Putting their fan theories out there but like trying to release it as truth. Like word on the street is that uh, it's gonna be this guy. Like, but I mean think about it, like if you're a Batman fan, you love Batman three hundred sixty five days a year, but you only get like any development in Batman once every fucking like five years or whatever. <laughs> is there like actually a <laughs> yeah. movie going on? <laughs> so there's a lot of just like there's a lot of downtime in the life of a Batman fan, you know? There's a lot there's of a Mets game every night, you know? Fan I got hundred and sixty two of these things I gotta watch. There's You've a lot of no Mets waiting theories? like potentially ever for them to start pre production in a fucking Ant-Man movie. <laughs> but, well, one I think of, too, that's, like, I feel like the mother of all fan theories is Star Wars. Okay, it's yes. one of those things that's, like, just such a huge culturally known thing, and it's been, like, so long since, like, the new movies come out, and now there's new movies coming out, and it's, like, all the original cast members, so people are making fan theories about that, but even just the original trilogy, like, there's so many, like, Fan yes, theories yes. Like oh Like I think uh, R2 and Chewbacca Were running the whole thing From the sidelines The whole time Yeah which is a Great fan theory That you kind of Clued me in on Because I think That like you're talking about Star Wars is a great example Of like Just the geeking out Nature and culture Just leads to like you, the, there's yeah. only so much you can talk about the actual movie before you start figuring out other shit to talk about. Like, did Chewie and uh, R2D2 run the whole thing? Yeah, was my... it their show <laughs> yeah. from the rip? And <laughs> there's like, and the great thing about the Star Wars fan theories too is like, all these fanboys will like not just like present their theory, but then like give you the facts of why their fan theory. Oh, they've is got yeah, like, they've got oh, evidence. Do you remember like two hours into mm-hmm. Jedi, like Exhibit A. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fast forward to hour two, minute 39. There's a a few of them. Well, there's the whole... The big one was... did Han shoot first Han did Han shoot first did I, and that one became such a big like talked about fan theory didn't they ultimately in the remakes like change the scene to so like so they definitively answered the stupid fucking questions from it did they made sure it was the alien that shot first so like make, every like, cast member was sick of getting questions on comic-con yeah. like dude I just played fucking monster know. number four well, I, don't I don't know, know the who special effects guy made the laser <laughs> shoot out first you know I didn't have a real laser gun right?
2: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
1: but they actually the way they did it too was they made the, uh, the alien shoot first in the end so like Han Solo wasn't just like a stone-cold killer Yeah, and yeah Just yeah. like some dude he owes money to He was like, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thug life, son Yeah, that was always the thing That Han was a badass Just shooting first Yeah, you know? I still choose to believe it that way <laughs> And then he asked Chewie Like, can we go now? I know you're in charge <laughs> Thanks But there's a lot Like, is Boba Fett still alive? Was Qui-Gon a Sith the whole time? These questions that, How like, old is Yoda really? <laughs> yeah, that's right Is it the same guy? Like, what the fuck is he? The fuck I've got Yoda? a lot of theories on what Yoda is, but... I haven't seen any other Yodas <laughs> running around. Man. He's the only one. Is he the only one? I guess kind of one uh, that gets away from that kind of, like, just the over-the-top looking into things and was, like, an intentional, fa- uh, intentional fan theory set up For what me and your favorite movies, but Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, a couple of different fan theories, just because of the out of order nature of all the scenes, it kind of is like confusing to necessarily keep along with everything. Mm -hmm. But then there's the whole what's in the briefcase. What's in the briefcase? Why is it glowing? Yeah, why is it glowing gold? You know, and then there's all sorts of theories about the uh, the common theory I always hear is that it's. The soul of. Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. You always Mar- hear that it's his soul. That's why he's trying to get it back. And the big evidence is that, like, he's got a band aid on his head, and that's where yeah. the soul gets taken Apparently. out of it from some person. Yeah, that's why he's got the band aid on the back of his neck. That's how you get the soul taken out and put into a briefcase. Everyone knows that. But I chalked that one up. Instead of being, like, real evidence, is, like, whoever came up with that theory was just, like, best, like, internet promoter, because that's the one that every. And it's, like, such an. un Everybody knows about the band aid on the head being the soul removal, but strictly in the context <laughs> yeah. of the fiction explanation. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, a common thing. Like, oh, yeah, you know, the. Take your soul out of the back of your neck. So you need a band-aid to cover it up. You know what Yeah, there's only two people that have ever told that to me. Is, uh fans of Pulp Fiction and my friend Rosie. Who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> told me multiple times that that's how the song is out of. That's where she puts her voodoo pins in order to right, so paralyze the fears of others. But, uh, yeah, that's one. That's and then also, I guess, speaking of Tarantino... The uh, reservoir dogs, the Mexican standoff, and the warehouse. Another who shot first? Who shot first? <laughs> yeah, another all who shot guns first. At each other. Who was the one that incited that whole thing? Who shot first? And it was definitely three distinct gunshots. So it was mm. not like a at all once, which yeah, is my like view. Flut. It was a pop, pop, pop. Like a three shot. I think it's uh, Joe's son. It's uh, Chris Penn, I think, shoots first.
0: Why are you messing with my daddy? Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. He seems like the guy that would fire. He's off gonna first. be. I, I just love Chris Penn and Reservoir Dogs just because he always calls Joe Daddy, yeah. and Joe Cap yeah. is the fucking greatest guy of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And like you just don't think of him as being called. Hey, my daddy gonna be really mad if all the cars are here. Why do you? But why I why think your that son always call you Daddy because he's a faggot. Yeah, <laughs> and why is he the only one with this crazy Chicago accent? <laughs> but um. I think Joe shot first, just because he's the man. He he's the man like that. He is the man. He was. He's not. the But kind of guy Mr. White was last. the most on edge, so he was pretty, pretty worried. Who was it? Who was it? That's the popular theory. Another, um, in like on the lines of uh, who shot someone theory or who shot first is a. Uh, I know a big one when we were kids, but now this was like before the internet. yeah so Yes. You look it up. yes. Purely fan theorizing, but a big season cliffer was who shot Mr. Burns? Who shot Mr. Burns? That was at the height of like the Simpsons oh, yeah. popularity too so and that was too. like you said it was so perfect because it was before the age of the internet where it was just perfect time to just for fanboys to just speculate oh, yeah. without like you spoilers had, like, or anything. In the Simpsons you voted like, there for was sure. like a 900 number to call like, oh, for 35 cents place your vote for who do you <laughs> think shot Mr. Burns? Yeah, right. And I'm sure they made bank on it. I remember yeah. like when the show came back out like the, that season premiere there was like it opened up with an unsolved Mysteries episode, like before The Simpsons came out, it was like the dude from Unsolved yeah, Mysteries yeah, yeah, yeah. doing a foe, like Unsolved Mysteries like, oh, Mr. Burns was the victim tragedy, oh, here's man. the list of people that yeah. you think would like, what? Yeah. Fuck, this is a cartoon character, man yeah, and you could buy like assorted, uh like, sort of gross food like, from Seven Eleven and yeah, get clues as to who it was. And it was, like, I don't know if that would be able to really survive like that much of like a season no. cliffhanger on the popular show. Although I guess it does because these shows always have like, who is Jon Snow's mom? You know? Yeah, That's but what, you yeah. can't like buy the fan cups at Seven <laughs> Eleven. Like, true, I guess yeah. this person. Uh-huh. Now fill my cherry slushy <laughs> in here, please. It's and for like, everybody it's who thought different. that it was going to be Otto the bus driver. You were right. You were Man. right. Fuck that. Otto didn't do anything. He was a peaceful stoner. <laughs> that, was my, that was my theory, though, was that Otto was just like accidentally did it just because he was like all stoned. And it was going to be because you knew it wasn't going to be like an yeah, actual so, motive. See, the, my, you know? I remember guessing it was the dog. And like the same kind of line of. You were close. Shooting. I you were guess close. Was, like, the dog probably did it. He probably like, bit the gun or something. Yeah, yeah it was Maggie. <laughs> Spoiler alert guys If oh, you've ever seen you that have... episode It was Maggie <laughs> I was going to leave it out there I shot wanted to... a, shot a a TV... I've had that on my DVR for 19 years Waiting for this weekend <laughs> And then you fuck it up So that one's kind of one of the uh, Another one of those obvious ones I'm going to just clump this up together a little bit And throw three at once Because at I feel that they're all kind of Of the same ilk Two are, TV... Two are movies and one's a TV show But uh, the TV show Lost, which was apparently just, like, all about a confusing what's going on, like, you're watching to solve the question, and then the two movies that were, like, cult hits in, for me, the similar vein, but Donnie Darko and Memento, those are both movies that you couldn't watch without doing, without watching it nine times and doing, like, two hours of internet research to figure out what the fuck the rabbit actually was. Yeah. And Lost, like, the whole get of the show was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. They, like, like, Lost will always be one of my favorite shows, but they dug themselves into such a ditch that, like, they didn't even answer half the questions they presented. Like they literally like, copped out at one point in like the final season and like someone asked this question and she was like, Look, 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 the more questions you ask me, the more questions you're gonna have after I answer you. So just <laughs> stop asking me questions. It <laughs> was, was like, a direct nod to the fans. It was like what?
2: Yeah, yeah. And like
1: even like the writers were like, Oh yeah, like If we gave you the answer what it was, it's like that Christmas morning where, like, the present looks all nice and you open it and it sucks. I was like, so you guys had nothing. Yeah, so you guys had nothing. You guys just really wrote yourselves in a corner. Yeah, Yeah, they were just writing themselves. It's a good way to put it, too. I think they were just, like, writing themselves out of, like, literally being lost. Maybe that was kind of the idea of the show. Is like, let's just write something that we don't know idea what the fuck's going on. And we'll try to, like, we'll be just as confused as just as lost. And maybe uh, based on, like, viewer speculation kind of changed things. Yeah, Memento was a crazy one that you had to, like, who, what's going on? Because that was just so confusing. But you're right about Donnie Darko, like, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in Donnie Darko the first time you watched it. Like, you literally did sit there and fan theorize, like, I think it was this. And I literally, like, went back and uh, watched it with my buddy once. And we watched, like, paused the part where he's, like, actually reading the time travel book. And if you take the time to pause it and like just read all like what he's reading, it explains the whole movie of like that he's actually time traveling. The reason he's stabbing okay, the glass see, with a knife. See. And it's like, Jesus Christ, dude! I just wanted to see. Uh, Jake yeah, Jill but that Hall one kind of creep. reminds me of like a uh, of like like Zelda Oracle of Time. And there's no way you're beating that thing without buying the fucking guidebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you going gotta old get the school guidebook. And calling the nine hundred number. Like, my mom <laughs> says I can ask you two questions. <laughs> so uh, better hurry. The They're by the minute.
2: <laughs> That's um, fucking great.
1: Yeah. But in other movies, too, like in the movie aspect, um, The Matrix, when that was hot, everyone was trying to guess, like, all right, I think I know what Neo is, like. Yeah. And like the second, the third. And then that was another one that was so simple. It was just like, no. It's just, it is. Yeah. You can just do that. It is what it is. Yeah. It, you know, it really was like that kind of ending. Yeah. Like, after the second Matrix ended, he like stops the robot in the real world. Everyone's like, all right, so maybe that's like a fake Matrix, too. Like, maybe they're in like a double-layered Matrix. Like, this is crazy. And then, like, the third movie starts, like, how did I do that? He's like, oh, no, you can just do that. <laughs> I yeah. forgot to tell you, you Oh, dude, yeah, sorry. It's <laughs> <dimension>, you can <laughs> totally do that. Like, yeah, the oh. Matrix is one of those that I really enjoyed. I loved at the time, especially. But that was one of those that, like, I kind of just gave up on, like, I just, like, admitted the fact that I'm not a very smart person and gave up on, like, trying to figure out what's going on and literally just watched the crazy action scenes and, like, the motorcycle chase, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was just, like, I couldn't really care less as to what the fuck Wait, was actually a plot happening. plot behind then, this thing? Yeah, like, <laughs> isn't that just kung fu fighting? And apparently they weren't robots; they were cyborgs. Which Seth has thrown me a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, content. they weren't fighting machines. But I'd say the definitive one for me, though, the end-all, be-all for mystery is, and I've got the big theory. But the age-old usual suspects: who was Kaiser Sose. I think it was the cop.
2: <laughs> I think they answered that one at the end. I think it was the cop. Pretty you sure know? it was verbal Kent. He
1: was fucking talking shit to that like crippled guy the whole time <laughs> and then he walked away. Yeah. I think yeah. that cop was the fucking real yeah. asshole, you know. He had a lot of shit on that board, I think. You know, the cop was, was like, definitely the real asshole. Of like. Chaz Balmentary, I think, if that's indeed who that was. Yeah, it was, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. He was so zed. No, but I was gonna really say the uh, I think the biggest one though of all time. I think Lois was a huge one at the time, but I think kind of the definitive like fan interpretation because it was more unexpected in terms of like the show setting it up but the Sopranos oh god because we were all waiting for like three years for that show to finally like end and, like, and that got stretched happen? out a couple years in like at least eight episodes they could have at least edited out scenes from eight episodes to shorten it up to make it a hundred times better because the last two seasons were kind of rough to get through but then we're all yeah, waiting were. for the end we know it's coming to an end it was like the biggest show ever yeah it's the finale night we're all sitting there fucking eating chicken parms and whatever getting <laughs> yeah. Spirit, I gotta play. I got a table full of cannolis, and then it all just goes black. It just blacks out. What the fuck happened? I remember everyone thinking like their HBO canceled or like DVRs. Like, my fucking DVR cut out short. Yeah, the DVR was was a huge one. Everyone was like, holy fuck. And now everyone theorizes what happened at the end of The Sopranos. Did he get killed in the diner? Did he end up just getting arrested? Did he fucking. Yeah, so now kind of an interesting one, but now with Gandolfini passing there will definitely will not be, be like an Sipranos answer because movie. there was always kind of i kind of always figured they would get back to it at some point at least in like a movie form or whatever they always, they always to just to at least if there was something to, yeah. to get into which a lot of theories that he was shot or whatever but uh i think mm-hmm. that kind of ultimately though was kind of a blend of kind of a, a loss kind of thing where they didn't know where they were going and at the end they kind of just like they've been writing it just to keep it going because it was such a cash cow and at the end they didn't really have like a great storyline that they wanted to go yeah. with so they just kind of like Bowed out, and... Uh, yeah, the big series finale is that Bobby and Chris bite the dust. Like, what took so long on that <laughs> yeah, one, right. Bobby made it this far? <laughs> At season two, this would have been, yeah. like, a middle-of-the-season episode, but... I don't know, I guess... I what, what was AJ ever successfully drown himself? <laughs> Fingers crossed that he did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Really hoping. Do you have a theory, though? Do you have your, your Sopranos fan theory? Do you pretty, remember like, what I it was? was uh, yeah, I think it was just laid out as they made it. I think, like, he ended up going to jail because the one guy was turning on him. And I think that was it. I think Syl dies... In the hospital bed, and Tony goes to jail and does the whole like Johnny Sacks in jail thing. Now, was that what was your uh, maybe a better way to put it was, did you have a prediction going into it? No, you didn't No, because I didn't know because this was one that I was kind of pretty, uh, I was pretty, pretty proud of myself because my theory of how it was going to end actually was pretty close to how it did end. Now it just like blacking on get on your rings you gonna be yeah, on no, I said waffle fries oh, I, it you was were, pretty, yeah, close. Close. Yeah, pretty close right, I'll give you that one no but I because uh, I kind of thought that they were not gonna end it I kind of thought they were gonna end it with like the last scene where everybody's waiting for something to happen and was just gonna kind of be like a, where like he said something nice to Meadow over the phone and then mm-hmm. like hung up yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was the the thing where I thought that they were gonna intentionally leave it open to kind of like have the point of the show be it's just so like make a, a glimpse or... of not even that but as much as just the show being is kind of just a glimpse of life we're just watching this and like it's not necessarily yeah, like, about. Definitive ending, it's, yeah. yeah, just the, the definitive ending was that life goes on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I kind it of ends. thought that was going to be how it ended, and that, that kind of is. Yeah, but no, they had it set it ended up, like, though. Very ambiguously. For, they set it up, though. They set it up ambiguous. I didn't think they were going to set yeah. it up to end with, like, a what the fuck just happened moment. I thought they were going to set it up to end with just, like, oh, that was the whole thing. They just weren't going to show us what happened at the end. Like, and then, of course, that would leave them open to being able to make a movie, which they were definitely going to do at some point. But. Onion rings. And out of all the fat wops, who would have thought Gandolfini was the one that died? <laughs> the one guy with the career, fucking, is the one that bites the dust. Yeah, really, dude. The world Bobby do Bacala's without. still selling cookbooks on Capicola. Yeah, no one's crying over uh, Big Pussy. they are <laughs> cry in the show, and they wouldn't have cried in real life. <laughs> fucking guy. Um, but that's, um, I don't know, do you have another one? I think that's all the ones I can really think of. So I think that's it for the list of uh, fan theories that we've got. But of course, there's ones you guys probably think we missed. Yes, give us, uh, email us, the Geeked Up podcast. all of your potential theories, maybe some answers, special prize, if anybody can give us the best theory on who indeed was Kaiser Sose. <laughs> Major points <laughs> to, uh... Yeah. And what the fuck was Bruce Willis doing in that movie the whole time anyway? I mean, geez, it was a... Uh... Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus. I didn't watch the last ten minutes. I don't know how it ended, but... it was a pretty creepy kid, you know, always seeing dead people. <laughs> Definitely not mixing the movies around at all. <laughs> 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 The kid though no, He did hit all 65 numbers. Give <laughs> him that. But, yeah, so that's it. Email us in. The Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. We forgot any fan theories or anything. And that's going to be uh, it for the show. Remember yeah, to... Uh, yeah, don't forget to check us out on our uh, Geeked Up Game Time portion of the show, which is a separate link. But we're going to be playing a very fun just a little teaser alert. We don't always do this, but... We just really want to hammer home. If you're a saved by the bell fan, you wanna be listening this to Geeked Game Up, Game time, Game time Episode 8. So you're gonna be checking out. So as always, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. Yeah. And remember, if you don't have to work tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up?
0: Hey! Ooh, baby! It's time to get geeked up. It's time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up and movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look look. and i am sure it's the same. We always got a different game. game. It's time to get geeked up. Yep.